When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an emergency P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Yes, we are here today to talk about the news that escalated so unbelievably quickly that Daniel Ricciardo has returned to Formula One, replacing Nick DeVries with immediate effect. I don't feel like we've had any news, Tommy, anywhere near this level of news this year. Finally, we get some. Yes. Uh, apologies to Nick DeVries because obviously, you know, the, the, this is the hype and excitement that Formula One's fans have needed. And it's a shame for Nick that he that he's lost his seat. But oh my word, we've been starving of any kind of silly season spice, if you like, this, this season and no real major news. And this has been an absolute bombshell. And like you say, it's gone from reports in the Dutch media to... This news is going to be announced any second, and we're recording it now. And by the time you're listening to this, it will be official. Absolutely insane. Yeah, we cannot believe this is happening. Um, and I just want to take this moment <laughs> to gloat. <laughs> to absolutely gloat. Now, some of you will say a broken clock is right twice a day. We do make but a lot of predictions, but... I This... Lando Norris pole position, or me predicting at the start of the year that Nick DeVries would be replaced by Daniel Ricciardo, what would have been better? Uh, oh, I, I think this one, because... This one. Not, don't, let's not forget, uh, this was done in February... Uh, this prediction. I went back and found it. I posted it on our Twitter account. I'm sure our lovely video editor will play a clip for you now. I think that Nick DeVries could lose his race seat to Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, spicy. Ta-da! Ta-da! Uh, but you predicted this in February, and this is when Nick DeVries seemed like the most hyped man. I got bought into, you know, I predicted him ahead of Yuki because I got bought into the whole, oh, he's so good and he's so experienced and he's really hardworking and all this kind of stuff, but he's not been good. Um, and yeah, he was very hyped at this point, and you said that he would be replaced by Daniel Ricciardo at... at uh, not even just the fact that you said he'd lose his seat first, the fact that you said Daniel Ricciardo would replace him, which I never saw happening because I thought Daniel Ricciardo would not take the downgrade because for me, it is a little bit embarrassing that he left Red Bull for a new venture and now he's wound his way back to the team that he pretty much, not quite because it was HRT, but the, the Red Bull junior team that he started his pretty, pretty much with his career with. So... Wow, this is crazy. I can't believe this is happening. We've been I can't, starving I can't this either. news. This is absolutely ridiculous. Because as much as I made that prediction, I wasn't like, this is absolutely going to happen. But it was, if this happens, maybe it'll be this and this. And it has happened. Now, 
Let's ask the question, did Nick DeVries deserve to keep his seat? And we actually put that to you on social media. Tommy, you have the results of the poll. I do. The results of the poll are that it is basically changing as we speak. I only tweeted it four minutes ago. We've had 2,000 people voting and it is literally changing from 50-50 and then going in favour of yes, no, yes, no. Um, Absolutely crazy. So this is quite quite divisive um you know it is savage that the nick devries has um been booted already uh, we've seen his teammate yuki snoda get uh, a lot more time after having you could argue just as bad of a season so um it is brutal but um yeah well well we'll we'll get into why they've done it and what we think is uh what we think is the reason for it well, we, we asked everyone else. Why don't we ask ourselves as well, Tommy? Mm. I mean, you've kind of posed that question. For me, did Nick DeVries deserve to keep his seat? Probably. I think that, what, it's been 10 races and it is on the savage side of things. Yuki Sonoda has had a few decent results, although a lot of them we have spoken about just outside the points. So if you were to look at it at face value, it's not like Sonoda is raking in loads of points uh, and Nick DeVries isn't. But that being said... We also discussed this and there's not really much to lose for Red Bull AlphaTauri to get rid of De Vries and put someone else in. Because realistically, Nick De Vries needed to enter that team and start beating Yuki Tsunoda. That was what he had to do. It is his rookie season. Give him some time. But also he has to show that potential in a team that we know can be incredibly savage. That is just the way the Red Bull Driver Academy has always worked. Of course, Nick DeVries, you know, coming from the Mercedes side and whatnot. But in terms of just the Red Bull inner workings, that's always been the way. Savage, perform or get out. And look, they've got Daniel Ricciardo in the wings. Perhaps they want to start measuring just how good Yuki Tsunoda is as well. And Absolutely. perhaps start to, to maybe warm up that seat for him eventually for, at Red Bull. Who knows? Does Danny Rick just enter the, t- the team and start smashing Yuki Tsunoda? That's another question we're going to have to wait for the answer for. But for me, did he deserve to keep his seat? My, the emotional side of me says yes, but he also did nothing to say that he should keep that seat. No, and this is really brutal and 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 savage, but and this is an insane thing to say, um, but 28 years old in Formula One as a new boy is actually <laughs> quite old. Um, so that will be part of Red Bull's thinking, I'm sure as well, that it's not even like, oh, you know, give him two, three more years. Like, look at Yuki Tsunoda. He, he got more... Um, more time but he was 20 when he came in so they go oh you know he'll he'll improve whereas Nick DeVries doesn't have time on his side and he went in there to fill a seat and I wonder if Nick DeVries actually came in to be the benchmark to for them to assess Yuki Tsunoda and it's not actually worked out Nick DeVries had a bit of a shocker and I think that is the main thing that you said, that the reason this has been done is so they put Daniel Ricciardo in and then and then Yuki Tsunoda can actually be the one that they benchmark. Like they, they It's a good way to They'll assess Yuki Tsunoda. Both, right? Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll be benchmarking both because you've got Danny Rick in the wings. Is he so much better? Have Has he been able to shake off this McLaren not driving well style that they sort of spoke about? And, oh no, he's back in the sim now at Red Bull and he's getting rid of all these bad habits that he's picked up sort of that they've been saying um, since he's joined back or rejoined Red Bull. But 
Yeah, because uh, a fascinating thing that we've not even mentioned, I imagine a lot of people haven't even thought about yet, but Sergio Perez is not delivering. And, you know, Daniel Ricciardo comes in, Yuki Snowda absolutely annihilates him every race. They might go, go on then, Yuki, get, you can have Checo seat. You never know with Red Bull, this is the thing. And or, or the other side, Daniel Ricciardo comes in, he's amazing. And they go, well, actually, we think Daniel Ricciardo is going to do a better job than what Checo's doing at the moment. So the, I think in a weird way, this also makes Sergio Perez sweat a bit because they, they're, they're, they're basically doing the first piece of the puzzle to assess, uh, assess two more drivers in this Red Bull program. And we know how it works. You start Alpha Tauri or in Daniel Ricciardo's case, <laughs> Alpha Tauri, Red Bull, somewhere else back to Alpha Tauri. But you start there and the whole point of it is that you hopefully eventually get to the to the Red Bull team. So, oh, this is spicy and um, it, it's, it's crazy because, yeah, um, I've, I've missed driver news excitement, to be honest, and just generally news, some exciting and spicy news. It's been, it feels like we haven't had any this season. No, not at all. Outside um, of the races. So thank you, Daniel Ricciardo, for deciding to take the step down and go back to AlphaTauri, uh, which let's not forget here is a backmarker team. Yeah, it is terrible. not good. This is like him joining Minardi from many, many years ago. This is like him joining a Williams from a few They're years last, ago. Are they not? This is yeah, they yeah, are doing easily terribly. Now. So. It's going to be very interesting to see if he jumps in the car. And actually, it's not as bad of a car as those two drivers are saying. And, and there's all kinds of different storylines that, that need to be um, uh, sort of yeah, unfolded. And I, I can't wait to see how that goes. Question from Sep underscore Ajax. Why doesn't Nick DeVries at least even deserve half a season to prove himself? Isn't it unfair that he's getting axed because of his struggles in a car that is rarely worthy of points anyways? And I think one thing that you said, Tommy, there was that he... He's 28 years old. This isn't a development curve in terms of maturity or whatever. He should be, as he's proved, Formula E champion. He's driven lots of different disciplines of cars. He had to jump in straight away and perform. And that's the problem of being that old. There isn't lots of time for him to develop and, and so on and so forth, you know, just from nature's perspective. Um, and also, and he had to beat Yuki. Yeah, he had to come in and beat Yuki. He had to beat Yuki. He hasn't. He's made a lot of mistakes. He's crashed. He's spun. I can see Frank in the background. He wants to talk about Nick DeVries as well, I think. Um, and also, on the other side to it, as much as it's great that Red Bull have two teams, it also means that they can have this revolving door a lot more than other teams that that only have one team and two seats. So they can play around a little bit. Alpha Tower is shocking. Right, let's just try a different... Let's try Daniel Ricciardo. Let's maybe try Liam Lawson. Who knows what's going to happen? Um, but yeah, I... As I said earlier, I don't think Nick DeVries showed any kind of promise for Red Bull to go, yeah, you know what, let's give him a full season and see if he can develop. He hasn't been good enough, and I don't think he'll be surprised either, full well knowing what the Red Bull family can be like. Yeah, you, it is really brutal, but you have to be incredibly savage and go at 28 years old, is Nick DeVries going to be the next big thing? And I, the answer is no, unfortunately. Um, you know, you've got, <laughs> you've got uh, it's mad to think Max Verstappen is three years younger than Nick DeVries and has, you know, 42 wins now under his belt. Uh, so it's not, it's not the kind of, 
the the way that Red Bull do things, or sadly for for uh, older drivers, I guess Formula One does it. You kind of need to be good around that age and have a good uh, long career. Um, and this is the thing. Like, I mean, it's funny you mentioned Liam Lawson. Penny for his thoughts now because that man has been doing a good job uh, in the junior series. Red Bull have been that. Um, Weirdly, in in history, Red Bull Junior program has been that one where you kind of take the fact that they're very savage and knowing when you get to Formula One they can be brutal, but they're they're the driver program that you think if you actually deliver, you are the what that is the most likely one you're going to get a seat. And he must be like, well, you're now picking another older driver that's been in Formula One, or like why why am I not getting a go here? Does that suggest? that Red Bull are genuinely looking at Yuki Tsunoda as the next driver to take over from Perez because how I see that Lawson is that Daniel yeah. Ricciardo coming in as a measurement is much better because he has Grand Prix under his belt. He's a race winner. He knows how to perform. Whereas if you bring Liam Lawson into that seat, there's no guarantee that Lawson's going to be amazing. He might well be, but that is again, a sort of a stab in the dark for Red Bull. Whereas they know what Daniel Ricciardo can do. Can do, yeah. They know if he's underperforming by just looking at the telemetry and so on and so forth. So they have a, a measurement scale there for Danny Rick. So it's interesting because I think if you're Liam Lawson, as you say, you start scratching your head and going, do Red Bull genuinely want me to be in Formula One? Because <laughs> that, that is an opening that, that he could have slotted into. But for me, that shows that Yuki Tsunoda is, is potentially that, that next step for Red Bull. Yeah, and this is where Yuki has to step up and deliver. Because like you say, if they got Lawson in and he did rubbish like Nick DeVries, they'd still kind of go, well, are these guys just not very good and they're rookies and learning? How do we know you know, Yuki's any good? Whereas I think that Daniel Ricciardo going in is an experienced Formula 1 driver that they can compare with Yuki, even though, yeah, he's not done the, the season or driven that car. Um, but it's still... Uh, a benchmark so it's weird to have this whole there's so many interesting side stories to this as well it's not just the excitement of uh devries out daniel ricardo in and daniel ricardo's return but it's going to be fascinating to see what that does with yuki Tsunoda and Sergio Perez as well like that that could be like this makes it sound like I'm one of those weird conspiracy theories where like this could be the key to all of this and it actually is like it, it, it could, this could be the the meme of the little domino falling uh, to Yuki Tsunoda world champion when Max I think it's like Logan Sargent world champion somehow <laughs> Yuki Tsunoda world champion 2027 when Max Verstappen's won a thousand races and is bored and just goes off and plays racing instead and uh, Yuki Tsunoda's the number one driver at Red Bull now let's not forget also as well um, the very savage podcast interview that Helmut Marco had um, where he yeah. spoke about you know disagreeing with Christian Horner about drivers and it was Nick DeVries that was the the disagreement between those two is the most recent one that, that he mentioned um, and clearly yeah Helmut Marco has probably looked at that and gone okay no all right let's get rid of him yeah, did I not say when we were discussing that actually Helmut Marco probably does want to fire him because it makes him look like I I know the right thing to do here and it mm. has like proved it. But then I guess the fact that Christian was actually the one this time that didn't want want him. Uh, 
And uh, I mean, that was brutal. Surely Nick DeVries then when he heard that news, like this isn't going well for me. Um, he saw the sharks starting yeah, to exactly. patrol around him. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Next question, Fitzsimmons underscore Joe one. Genuinely, what's the point? The car isn't particularly good and it will take Daniel Ricciardo a while to get used to the car and then it will almost be the end of the season. I think it would make more sense to keep DeVries until the end of the season and then evaluate him then. But that's the crucial thing. They're done evaluating him. Yeah, They've given him 10 races. Yeah. He had to jump in. He had to perform. He didn't. They don't want to give him two, three years to, to start developing. They've already done that with Yuki Sonoda. They don't need another driver to start the development phase where Yuki was and where it's a mistake and this, that and the other and the fact we keep saying his age as well that's not what they need they need a Daniel Ricciardo in there potentially to as we said measure, benchmark and then see if Yuki's the GOAT or if Daniel Ricciardo deserves the, the seat back to Red Bull because it is a 1v1 I don't think it is literally just Daniel Ricciardo going in as a like a, a, an actual ruler to measure like he, he, he himself is a very talented individual. People are writing him off because of McLaren. And I thought it was going to be difficult for him to get a top drive. But the fact that he swallowed his pride a little bit, he's going to go back to a quite literally a backmarker team. And if he starts to perform again, other teams might sit up and take notice and go, okay, that was just a blip in his career because people seem to like turn their nose up at his time at Renault, for example. And I'm like, no, he was actually very good at Renault. Yeah, he was. Uh, and you know, it's, it's very easy to forget those moments. And of course he was incredibly good at Red Bull uh, when he was first with Verstappen and, and was a match for him sometimes as well. So yes, let's not write off Danny Rick as well. He's not just there to be a tool in Red Bull's measuring process, but I think it does show that they're looking at Yuki. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we've kind of already, already answered that question that um, what's the point? It's because they they need to kind of assess. I mean, AlphaTauri's season is terrible. The car is not very good. They seem to be going backwards. Maybe as well, having a more experienced uh, driver like Daniel Ricciardo in that seat, he could help develop them and push them forward as a team as well. Uh, and everything that he knows from the main team at Red Bull. And he's, you know, he's been driving that car uh, today. And spinning off, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> the very same he corner, off? he spun off at the same corner Nick DeVries did. But um, I think they were. Uh, I think that it was because it was 
they're evaluating the no tire blankets that they're going to do. Uh, I think maybe, but it, it is quite a funny narrative that he's about to replace Nick DeVries and then spun off at the the very corner at Silverstone that Nick DeVries did in FP1. So right, next question at Keys underscore corner lists. Do you think Ricardo will do significantly better than DeVries? Because it seems to me that the car is really awful, and considering Ricardo didn't do particularly well at McLaren, besides the Monza win, I have doubts he'll do well now. All right, I'm going to go out on a whim here right now and say that Daniel Ricciardo will do as good as Sonoda, if not slightly better, for the rest of the season. Straight up, back in my boy. Love him to pieces. I think he'll be on a level with Yuki. I think that's probably a safer bet, but I don't think he's going to be far off. Oh, that's interesting. I've not really thought about that in my head. Oh, it's really difficult because, uh, and this is exactly, when I put my... Like when I try and think how we'll be against Sonoda, I think this is exactly why Red Bull are doing it and kind of answers the question why they're doing it is because we can't tell at the start of the year if Yuki was the absolute goat and that AlphaTauri was awful and him actually finishing 11th was him dragging that car to where it shouldn't be or, you know, um, the AlphaTauri could be better with a, with a couple of better drivers in there. So I will say that Daniel Ricciardo... Uh, comes in there and yeah matches uh, matches Sonoda maybe um, beats him on the odd occasion where you know we we have seen Yuki still have those those moments where he gets a little bit too um, yeah the 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 rookie Yuki Sonoda comes back where he's a bit hot headed and and things like that but maybe uh, maybe as well uh, even it might not even be a bad thing that they might be assessing Yuki as just someone that can learn from Daniel Ricciardo as well. Uh, maybe maybe they are really backing him because we've got to think Yuki Tsunoda had... They gave him a lot of time for, for a team that are so Honda. known for... Honda. Yeah, but, but then... I know, I know, <laughs> but then it's weird because they're, they're kind of ditching Honda again, so... Yeah, but when he Ford, was... But when he was when there... he first yeah. came in, Yeah, there that would have been the reason something. why they kept him, but... Yeah. Um, this to me still seems like they they do believe uh, in him and uh, oh I just I just can't wait for Hungary now it's it's going to be like one of those things that are just really fascinating to watch because um, AlphaTauri haven't been fascinating to watch because they're normally just washed at the back but it's going to be another interesting narrative that plays out through the season of how well Ricardo does against Yuki. Absolutely. Right, final question. At Chaba Lutra. Will Danny only be a six-month replacement? I think so, and I think he can be a sort of a mentor for Yuki too. Do you guys think he's a suitable option for Red Bull's future? I'm I'm undecided about whether Sonoda genuinely is a driver of the future, one, and, you know, and the next Verstappen, Leclerc, Russell, Hamilton, whatever, Alonso. Yeah, I, I'm not really convinced right now. I don't think he's done enough to really prove that. Um, but I think in Red Bull's eyes, as we've said throughout this podcast they see that potential. Um, do I think Danny's going to be a six-month replacement? I mean, of course, he's not coming back, I think, just for half a year and going to be like, right, I'm off now. That's kind of, you know, quenched my thirst. I'm now just going to go chill for the rest of my life. He's going to come back, I think, with a with the bit between his teeth. I think that's the phrase. And he's going to be fighting for his survival in Formula One. Like, Danny has half a season to prove that he still belongs in Formula One. And... I think he'll. I think he'll do all right. He, he has. He has to. He has to show that that he can do it. And I know we're saying he assesses Yuki, but this this is all to assess Yuki. But if Daniel Ricciardo comes in, 
obliterates Yuki Tsunoda and is, you know, so far clear he's putting the AlphaTauri ninth and 10th every race when Yuki's finishing 13th, 14th, 15th, then Sergio Perez, you know, if he carries on on this run of not making Q3, absolutely, like, I'd say next year, if that does happen, that they wouldn't be afraid to put Daniel Ricciardo in uh, back in because he's a very similar age to to Sergio Perez. Just it's only a couple of years older, so um, it's not like Sergio's a, a young driver that they want to keep on and think, oh, you know, develop him more and stuff. So this is this is as much of a, a rehearsal for Daniel Ricciardo. This this could be the chance to end up you know not only back in formula one but in that red bull that everyone is saying is you know an unbelievable car they've won 11 races in a row now which is the record joint with mclaren back in the 80s so um it's crazy to think that uh we were only on that <laughs> stage at Silverstone two days ago. And I think I said that I don't think we'll see Daniel Ricciardo back in Formula One. And not only is he now back in Formula One, he does genuinely have an opportunity to get back in that Red Bull now, I think, if he if he really, really does well here. It's going to yeah, be so good. good. So um, you basically washed opinions from, from Tom Bellingham, as, yeah, as yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, I think we both thought that he wasn't going to swallow his pride. He did. And uh, he's back. So that is that. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to this emergency podcast to talk about Daniel Ricciardo returning to Formula One, replacing Nick DeVries at the Hungarian Grand Prix. I am excited because I love Daniel Ricciardo with every fibre of my being, and uh, I cannot wait to see how he does. He, he's not going to be able to have any kind of you know, adjusting or there's no phase for him to settle into the team. It is straight out the blocks. Danny, you've got to perform. And I certainly hope he does. What's your final thoughts, Tommy? My final thoughts are just how exciting it is to have a bit of driver news and how much we love the sport. Uh, this just shows how much we love the sport outside of the racing as well, because we just love the the narrative of the the season and how everything's you know uh, panned out. And I'm sure uh, someone else that's absolutely licking their lips right now will be Drive to Survive because oh my god, they're going to have an absolute field day with not only a spicy driver transfer, but it is the the poster boy of Drive to Survive as well, Danny Rick back. So yeah, it's going to be a real bunch of oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see you very soon for another piece of content. Bye. Bye. P1 is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.